0: It's been fantastic. Um, Chekhov already is, um, you know, such an inspiring writer and such a, you know, terrific writer. The reason that he's stayed around for such a long period in our collective imaginations is because he's just so darn good. And um, uh, to do this reimagining, to place these familiar characters in a setting that's more familiar to us, I think, makes the resonance of what he's talking about just a little more. I don't know, pertinent or you know, it really puts some blood in it. It's not as anemic as sometimes sort of parlor pieces can be. You know, we recognise these people as people we meet out and about in everyday society.
1: For sure. Have you had a favourite part so far of the pre-production process? Uh, at this point? I,
0: I love the. There's great comedy in it, but I must admit, I I love a good stage. Arguments in this.
1: Oh God, great, you can't go wrong. Some
0: great arguments in this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some uh, yeah, terrific, uh, terrific stage uh, arguments and and uh, great deliveries and great monologues about why it is important. Uh, you know, it's it's fantastic. It's a real rouser in that way, especially for theatre lovers. Okay, great. Um, we were wondering, um, how is it putting on a production of a reimagined play as opposed to the original? Like, have you found the audiences are open to that kind of? Thing. This has been uh, huge in this is we've got the Australian premier which we're you know incredibly excited about because it's already been such a proven success in America and uh, and across Europe so we've kind of got this play that we know has won the hearts and minds of, uh, of audiences over um, across the globe but we get to you know give it to Australia and uh, we're I've got a terrific cast assembled a really eclectic group of um, fine artists and uh, I think I, I don't think there's going to be a great leap for audiences to access this I think it's going to be something that is accessible and confronting at the same time you know it's funny it's sad it's everything you want theatre to be so yeah I've never done a reimagining before in quite this way but uh, it's certainly been a joy Have
1: you me. had a Have you had a favourite play that you've done like kind of what, what have you directed in the past for instance
0: uh, <clears throat> I've directed uh, a lot of Australian plays I just finished um doing four new works by people who came through the Fresh Ink Initiative of ATYP. Uh, I did that, staged that at the end of last year, Um, so I love new Australian works. I did the premiere of Ruben Guthrie in LA last year, um, which was fantastic. It's great to be able to celebrate Australian writing and Australian stories. It was particularly joyous to do that in America. I also assisted on uh, Holding the Man in LA as well, which is great to take that story to um, the States. But uh, yeah, I've done
1: uh, yeah,
0: many different plays. Uh, I like working in you know, different genres and styles. So yeah, I've done lots of different things. Just finished my master's at the VCA and okay. they're, a, they're a great bunch of people to widen and broaden the palette of theatrical taste.
1: Well, you sound like you have a huge love for theatre.
0: I'm very much. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> uh, did
1: you? Did you? Have you always had that love for theatre? Like, did you always want to be a director?
0: Um, it's interesting. I, I come from a very, very small country town, um, and we didn't really have a lot of theatre that wasn't uh, really above kind of panto level kind of. But uh, <laughs> so my first love came from film um, and I my, my kind of initially came to directing through a love of film but I've been in the theatre in one way or other since, since my teenage years, boarding school and getting exposed to it and finally kind of dipping into it but I, it wasn't in my blood uh, until a bit later but certainly has been for my adult life, you know, a good 20 years I was an actor for a, uh, a number of years and then realized that I'm much better behind the scenes. And um, I've been directing now for about five, but I've been working with uh, actor training and dramaturgy for, you know, for a better part of a decade. Um, so, you know, it's just my world. Yeah, I love it. And film and television still remain something that I'm deeply uh, appreciative and love as well. Wonderful.
1: Great. So what brought on the name, um, hey, so it's Smithers here. So what brought on the name Stooping Effing Bird? Like, was there any <laughs> other choice of movies that you, like, or names you would have come up with before that, or...?
0: Uh, no, this, it's, uh, this is the name that Aaron Posner came up with, the writer, so he adapted it. He's, um, he's actually adapted um, a couple of Chekhov's, another one he's... Uh, his uncle Vanya is called Life Sucks. I think it's just a provocation. You know, I think it, it's a talking point. It's a, it starts a conversation. It's also a kind of irreverent nod to, oh, here we go, another version of the seagull, this stupid effing bird that you know that we hear about. You know, it's kind of a. Okay, we're going to do another one. Why another one? And that's part of what this is about. Why do we tell old stories? What isn't the theatre's purpose to tell something new? Aren't we supposed to be contemporary? And what this is doing very deftly is saying we need both. We need both an appreciation of our traditions and why it's important to have these great stories, but it's also a new story about the place of theatre. So um, that's why I think it's certainly the best adaptation I've ever read because it's both (coughs) faithful and irreverent at the same time. I think the title kind of, uh, it hints at that. It already embeds a provocation from the very start. What is this? Is this something that um, loves Chekhov or is this a a big middle finger to Chekhov? What is it? So that's a good starting point for what the show's about.
1: See, I thought you were having a go at the seagull still and now chips on the (laughs) beach or something like (laughs) that. I'm just wondering... um Did you have any advice for people who kind of want to get into the theatre industry? For me, myself, I do screenwriting and all that, and I want to kind of have that career in film and all that. And I know it's quite hard to get into the industry. like, It's got to work really hard, and I'm sure you have. But did you have any... Great advice for people who kind of want to make that. I'm going I'll, I'll,
0: I'll paraphrase um, the wonderful Brian Cranston. What's the best way to become an actor? Um, don't. And then when you can't help but do it, then you know that you're an artist. Um, that's kind of <laughs> that's, that. That really is it. It's it's an insane industry. It's irrational and illogical and painful. And you get more rejections than you get acceptances. Mm-hmm. But something isn't in, in you know if you really want to do it, it's in your blood, and you kind of keep coming back to it and um, it's age old part of what uh, makes The Seagull so enduring because it's a play about playwrights and about authors and um, artists generally it's like we we don't have a choice you know if this is in your blood if this is something that you have to do you're compelled to hold a mirror up in some way and give back I guess my advice not borrowing from Brian (laughs) Cranston, would be um, to say how can you be of service you know it can be uh, an industry that's about Self-service, and I would say, what do you want to give? It's been the thing that changed me from being a someone outside of the circles of influence to being someone slightly getting a bit of you know traction. Now has been the moment that I went. It's not about what I get from this; it's what can I give. And I, I know that sounds really trite, but you know, there's a little bit of truth in cliché sometimes. Right, great. Um, well, and awesome. just,
1: just to wrap it up, why should people come see? Uh, Stupid effing bird. From your point of view,
0: (laughs) (laughs) the play we can't quite name. Yes. Um, Come and see because it's a brilliant night of the theatre. We have. It's truly a sharp script. It's already based on something that's kind of familiar if you know uh, Russian literature, but you'll also know that this was the start of the kind of um, the artists and actors behind the scenes kind of genre, you know, this was the first one that kind of killed back and looked behind the curtain, you know, in the backstage wings. so it's kind of, this is the start of that but it's also a contemporary piece, it asks lots of questions about what art means, but you get to also see seven incredible actors do some amazing work and you know we've, we're in rehearsals um as we speak and um you know we've got familiar faces people will know carla bonner from uh, neighbors she plays steph um, and you'll see some newcomers just go toe to toe uh on uh with each other in great with great love with great passion and it's intense and it's funny you couldn't want more from a night out i think Great. Well, great. Thank, thank you
1: so much, Peter. Awesome. Um, well, how can people get tickets and all that to this yes. show? Um,
0: so we're on at Mechanics Institute. We run, we open uh, next uh, Wednesday and Thursday are our previews, and then we open on uh, on Friday the 10th. And we're at uh, Metanoia, or the Mechanics Institute, in Brunswick. Uh, you can look up Stupid Effing Bird, but don't use the euphemism, uh, on Facebook or just Google uh, Mechanics and the name of the play, and you'll find all the information... Great. Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining us.